Can I say hello, my good friends, right now after a little bit of a hiccup here at um, the start of this program and the start of this year, but welcome to Faith FM Drive Time, big Q&A, this uh, live program from uh, Adelaide, South Australia. This is a program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the word religious trends in the light of Bible 
prophecy. I'm Nick Rita, uh, your host today, and I'm so glad that you tune in with us uh, today. Now, again, as I said, we apologize that you probably did be disappointed to see that nothing uh, comes on uh, just for a few minutes, um, but we are back. We are back, and that's great. Um, this is a program where um, today we are going to look in a, on a topic, a beautiful uh, a topic. Uh, can uh, uh, we still believe in the Bible uh, in this third millennium? And um, we'll, uh, we'll have a look at the Bible uh, today uh, and the whole week. We approach this, um, this subject. Now you can be part of this program with us uh, by sending us SMS, a message right now, if you can, uh, on zero four double eight double zero eight double one. And uh, as I said, the, the topic for the whole week is the Bible relevant in the third millennium? And, uh, our question for today is, does the Bible matter? Now, we are going to look um, for a few uh, topics, a few, you know, subtitles uh, during the week. How did we get the Bible? Can uh, the Bible be trusted? Or what Jesus said about the Bible? And is the Bible still relevant in the early third millennium? But I would like to... Just kick in quickly now uh, for the rest of the program. We miss a little bit, but I'd like to say hello and welcome to our co-host today, which is Helen Gray. Helen, good to have you back with us. Thank you so much, Nick. I'm so excited. It's great. Now, yeah, we miss you for um, a number of months. Uh, the last part uh, yes. of, of uh, 2021, mm-hmm. uh, but I can say I can see you very fresh and ready for 2022. God uh, is amazing, and uh, mm-hmm. we can probably even if we'll not be able today to give a bit of uh, feedback, you know, a bit mm-hmm. of, uh, to the people and listeners because many of them actually asked us about you, and uh, maybe in the next program we'll uh, we'll be able to share a little bit uh, how God worked in uh, your mm, life. If uh, I can just say thank you to everybody for prayers. Oh, that's wonderful, <laughs> and we we are glad that uh, you are here with us, Helen. Now, uh, with the deluge of communication around us, um, books, newspapers, blogs, jur- journals, and magazines, uh, all insisting that uh, their view of the world is most uh, um, uh, compelling, we should, we, we should trust. Uh, this is no small question. You know, should we trust all these and things? And which ones? Uh, and which ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, our answer has eternal implications. That's what it's important, you know, how we uh, look at these things. A careful analysis of the um, relevant evidences shows that uh, we have reasons to be more confident in the Bible than ever before. More than 400 years ago, countless uh, uh, people risked their lives to give their people the Bible. I just uh, read uh, just the other day about uh, um, Martin Luther, for example, how he risked his life and uh, some other people came on his uh, aid, you know, helping mm. him to mm. protecting him. That he was able to translate uh, the New Testament in German, mm. for example, in, in that time. And you think of the others like mm. William Tyndale and absolutely, absolutely. Um, and uh, as, as yeah, as I said, many people uh, they risk their lives uh, um, to be able to to 
put in our hands uh, the um, the Bible. I mean, King James Version um, in uh, 1611, mm. for example. But we, um, you know, was the sacrifice worth it? See, that's a big question. I mean, why we ask that question? If we don't use the Bible to say so, or if we don't trust in the Bible, then probably all that uh, sacrifice mm. was was mm. for nothing, you know. But, But I, I would say some of these early reformers, they they really believed the Bible was worth putting it in the language of the people. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, does it matter for us uh, today what they've done uh, back in those days? Um I mean, look, we are going to to study uh, a little bit about the Bible, you know, the language of the Bible, culture, archaeology, prophecy, um, and the reflection of the things going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. I think this is, uh, this is very important. Can we still believe the Bible? This week, we will take you on a journey through the strongest evidence available to answer these vital questions. Most people seem to get uh, by without giving it much thought. Mm. Um, they hardly ever read, um, read it, uh, but some of them read it for many times. Mm-hmm. Um, And some not at all. Absolutely, absolutely. But uh, Helen, mm. does it really matter or not if we believe in the Bible? Well, I would say I certainly believe it matters and I believe that you believe it matters. And why does it matter for me? It matters for me because it changed my life mm. completely. And, you know, Nick, when I look through this particular topic, I found there is at least seven answers to this question. It's a huge topic, but I just want to give a quick overview, if I may. And and to start with, the Bible actually claims for itself things that no other book has ever done. And that itself, if they are true, they make the Bible different from any other book ever written. And I can tell you the ones, the things I've studied and what I've seen in the Bible, they certainly are true. And the second one, the Bible claims to be God's word to the human race. And from the beginning to the end, the Bible actually makes the claim to be the word of God. And in fact, in the first chapter, Nick, contains a repeated affirmation, God said And even in the last chapter, it ends by referring again to the word of God. So it's from the start to the end and in between as well. But there's another one too as a quick overview. The Bible claims to record God's hand in history. Mm. And many people today, perhaps most, believe the human race is alone in the universe, inhabiting a relatively small planet near the edge of one galaxy, among millions and millions, isolated in space and time, heading ultimately for extinction. extinction. But you know, Nick, the Bible presents a very different picture, a world in which God is particularly interested and in whose own history he has frequently intervened. Yes, uh, it is amazing, uh, Helen. We only have to look at the um, at God's dealings with his chosen people, the Israelites. Mm. Their delivery from Egypt, the crossing of the Red Sea, the conquest of Canaan, the, you know, the exile, mm. they return from captivity from Babylon mm-hmm. uh, and all the rest. It's evidence that God has a hand in the affairs of nations on earth. 
Absolutely. But, but Nick, there is even more that we could share on that point. But however, suffice it to say that the picture presented by the Bible is of a God who is involved with the world. Mm. He created this world. He's involved in this, this world. And history moves inevitably toward a final destiny that is actually in his hands. Mm. And it's, it's not, it may be scary to some, but if you're in love with the Lord and you know his word, oh, what a great day that's going to be. Uh, Helen, if all uh, this, in fact, is the case, it is important to know uh, whether the Bible is true. Mm. I think that's a, a, a good question to ask. Mm. Does God really have a hand in history? Is he ultimately in control? We need to know that. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And, you know, I would certainly again answer yes from my study and perspective. And I'd like to bring out point number four in this overview because the Bible actually claims to predict the future. Hundreds of th- hundreds of such predictions are in the, the Bible, Nick, mm. from Genesis to Revelation, and many have already been fulfilled accurately, 100%. Fulfilled prophecy, by the way, was a means of bringing me to the Bible and to believe there is a God who knows the end from the beginning. Because, Nick, when I first was introduced to the Bible, I really wasn't even sure there was a God. Right. I knew Jesus, I loved Jesus, but... Don't talk to me about God. That was my attitude. Mm. You know, mm. he's. I thought of God in the Old Testament, as a lot of people think of him, as being harsh and unloving and unkind. And I didn't want to know him. People said to me, oh, he's like your father. No, 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 I don't want a God who's like my father. But then through Jesus and studying Jesus, and he came to show us the father, I learned that God is the perfect father that mm. I never had. Mm. And then I was introduced to prophecy, especially in Daniel and Revelation. Nick, it blew my mind. And I just didn't take the word of the Bible. My brother and I, we went back and we looked up history books and everything. And all the prophecies, except one in Daniel, with the nations right down through Mm. history, Mm. have been fulfilled 100% accuracy. Even tiny prophecies. And, And I tell you, from that moment on, my life was really transformed. I thought... Has to be a God behind this. Wonderful. Who else could do that? Wonderful. Yeah. If we look in the Bible, Helen, um, in, in the Old Testament, this is a wonderful book, actually, Isaiah. Uh, if we turn into Isaiah chapter 46, verses 9, 10, uh, it says there that I am God and there is none like me. What a claim. What a claim uh, uh, from God. I make known the end from the beginning, from the ancient times. What is still to come? You know, God claims that, that he knows everything from the beginning. And sometimes we are so confused, so um, we panic, we, we are worried about things going on in the world. If we'll trust in God, put ourselves in his hands, we may sort out that big problem. Well, he says, you know, don't fear. I will be with thee. I will never forsake thee. I will Mm. never leave thee. I mean, Mm. that's an amazing promise. I mean, in the Bible, Helen, uh, there are more than 300 uh, prophecies concerning only concerning Christ. Mm. Uh, All made hundreds of years before he was born. And did they come true? Oh, every single one. (laughs) Every single one. And the possibility, we've discussed this before Mm. on the radio, the possibility of even eight being fulfilled by one person is, you know, many, many, you know, times zero, zero, zero on the track. And when you consider at least 300 or more, 
Uh, I'm sorry, that just boggles my mind. And you know, while you mentioned that, mm. uh, Helen, there are many, um, you know, books and uh, writings about predictions, prophecies, yes. uh, all sorts of things. I mean, just just to mention Nostradamus, yes, for example, you know, or or many others. Actually, there are. Uh, we can uh, go on a big list, you know, on these uh, names. But sadly, I heard with Nostradamus, it was only about 30%. That's exactly right. That's what I'm, I was going... But the going, Bible's 100%. I was going to just mention it's, that, that the mm. Bible is the only book that predicts the future so boldly yeah. and repeatedly. If these predictions are untrue, we need, we, we need to know that. But if they are true, we need to know that even more, absolutely, <laughs> you know. Absolutely. I mean, how can you ignore yes. uh, such an important thing yeah. if the Bible is true and proves that all the predictions, all the yes. prophecies come to fulfillment? Um, then uh, we have a, a good chance, you mm. know, uh, to really trust in, into this with all our hearts. Absolutely. Not to be, not to mm. be just to say, oh, okay, if 20, 30% happened, no. you know, that's, yeah, it may happen, it may mm. not. No. But the Bible is different. Yeah. The Bible, God says that everything what He says will come yeah. through um, fulfillment. Do you know what fascinated me when I first learned about the prophecy? I had never heard of the prophecies in the Bible. Nick, mm. my mother had been in a particular church for 50 years and in two weeks of going to a particular seminar, she learned more about the Bible than she'd learned in 50 years. And I was stunned. And, and may I just say to anyone listening, if you want to know about the prophecy of the Bible, please send us an SMS um, text or email us. I, you don't think you gave the email number out? No, I didn't give the email, but we can. Uh, yeah. But uh, if you like to send us a uh, text message right now as we talk on zero four zero one three zero five zero seven seven. That's my uh, uh, uh-huh. private number. You can do that also uh, because I can look into that uh, as we discuss. But also, uh, this is our number on drive time zero four double eight double eight zero eight double one. I mean, uh, probably not to confuse with other number, but if you like to contact me personally, mm-hmm. you can. We'd uh, love to share. Yeah. I'd, I'd love to share with anybody. On but, but if you like to go on uh, on our website, uh, faithfm.com.au, uh, that's um, also another option, and you can write us an email. But Helen, uh, yeah, let's um, move on with this, because mm-hmm. as I said, uh, because of... L- we lost some of the yes. uh, precious time at the beginning. Yes, we did. Um, we tried to uh, cover as much as we can for mm-hmm. uh, this topic, but we'll love to see also some of the uh, messages coming from our listeners. Yes. Um, please share with us uh, uh, the next uh, next one. Okay. Um, let me have a look. The Bible owns, owns claims for itself that no other book has ever done. We've been through that. We've talked about God's word to the human race. We've talked about the record of God's hand in history. I'm just recapping, mm. recapping here. I hope you don't mind. And, you know, your question was, does God really have a hand in history? The Bible claims to predict the future. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about that. And, you know, God said, I am God. There is none like me. And there isn't, let me say. And the Bible also claims to impart wisdom and understanding. Boy, do we all need that. Mm. I know I do. And, it, you know, when you look at, say, for example, have you got Psalms 119, 130 there, perchance? I will quickly look if at will, that. If you uh, will. Uh, mm-hmm. 
just I opened the you. Bible there. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a beautiful um, a Psalm uh, Helen 119. I like to read the, from that Psalm quite often mm-hmm. because, um, by the way, it's one of the longest uh, uh, chapters in the Bible, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Psalm uh, 119 and verse 130, you said, did you? Yes. Okay. All right. It says here, okay, from my version is... New Living Translation, mm-hmm. if you like to, to know that. And verse 130 says this, Helen, and listener. The teaching of your word gives light, so even the simple can understand. What a beautiful uh, uh, mm. assurance. Will you follow that up for me with Psalm 119105? Okay. And I think you probably know that from the... Okay, 105. <laughs> yeah, I will yeah. just quickly read it again from New Living Translation. Right. Uh, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Yes. You see, that's... Uh, Your word, his Bible. God's word. His yeah, word. God's word. And as I yeah. said a bit earlier, this is the love letter Absolutely. which God <laughs> gave mm. us. Mm. And he... Uh, assures us that if we trust in the Bible, you know, it will be like a a, a candle, like mm. a, a light on our path. Mm. How beautiful it is mm. when you are walking through the darkness and you have a light to show the path in front of you. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I know some people, you know, years ago they, uh, in some of the other countries, a young girl, she walked three miles to mm. find a Bible. Mm. That's how precious it was. And and I think today that we've got Bibles in our homes, Bibles gathering dust, Bibles in shelves, Bibles all over the place. It's one of the best known book that mm. has been purchased. Mm. And yet we don't open it. And here is, is our life in the Bible, our future, and, and a God we can trust and we can get to know through his word. And I'm recommending for all the listeners today, please open your Bible. Absolutely. Pray that God will guide you through it. Yes. <laughs> Helen, um, I would like to take a short break here and I'll play a, a song and then we'll uh, pull together a bit uh, to see how far we can uh, go and cover uh, the subject for today. But this is a beautiful song by Sandra Enterman uh, called So Many Books. And uh, listen to this and uh, just um, carefully, um, you know, meditate on these beautiful words because that will link with our subject quite well. Please stay with us. We'll be back in a minute. Joy of mankind will be withered away 
hunger, but a hunger for more, a famine for hearing the word of the Lord. So many books, so little time, so many hunger, so many blind, starving for words they must wait in the night to open a Bible and move towards the light. Back. This is Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and our co-host today is uh, Helen Gray. Now, at the beginning, because of a bit of a, a problem there, uh, I didn't even uh, fully introduce uh, Helen to our listeners. But for those of you who don't know Helen, uh, she's a faithful believer in Jesus, first of all, Amen. and um, she comes with us here on uh, Faith FM Radio and a uh, couple of other programs uh, as we produce for Faith FM. Um, we missed her for a few months uh, last year, uh, but she's coming back and we are so glad. Helen is um, a minister working with the church uh, in Birdwood here yes. in South Australia and um, very passionate to to share the good news, the gospel. And that was a wonderful song, Helen, by uh, Sandra Enterman, uh, to uh, so many books, you know. But the Bible is the one who gives us the light uh, for our um, path, you know, for what's ahead of us. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful. Now, I mentioned to our listeners that we have an offer also to give, and this is the time probably for you guys to send us a text message with the code SA30. If you send just a message SA30, you'll receive the beautiful book called God's Word as a Therapy. Through our life's experience, God speaks to us. The powerful words that He speaks are recorded in Scripture. This book It's a collection of powerful words and remarkable accounts of how God's hand has intervened in uh, uh, Sharon's life. The author of this uh, book is, um, um, I'm just missing that. Sharon uh, Platt McDonald. That's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Helen, for that. Uh, She's written several books, actually. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, she r- r- writes also about her uh, 
testimony, you know, mm-hmm. her life. Please send us a text message right now, if you like, with the keyword SA30. And this book is yours, free of charge, no obligation. Helen, uh, quickly, let's pick up uh, where we left it. Uh, we we looked in the Bible, in Psalms, uh, yes. and uh, read those uh, beautiful verses uh, from 119, verse yes. 130, and Psalm, again, 119, verse 105. Uh, and it shows that uh, uh, the Word of God it's a light for our on our path, but uh, the Bible is the source of info of information uh, about Jesus. Amen. From and cover why? To cover. Yeah, and why about Jesus? Mm. You know, because um, in the Bible we have so many beautiful stories, but the most beautiful story is the story of Jesus, the one who came from heaven to be born on this earth, to be our elder brother, yes. but to be the sacrifice. Uh, which God, uh, um, you know, in the in the Bible, um, I mean, if the Bible is not true, Helen, uh, I don't know what we'll do with the story of Jesus. No. And in fact, you know, Nick, I'm actually, I challenged myself mm. in some of my studies, and one of my studies is to go through every book in the Bible and see Jesus. Mm. And I'm jotting down you know, as I'm going. And so far, I've seen him in every book that I've, I've studied. All right. And, and, and this is, if it's true, you know, mm. then uh, what we can miss out, mm. it cannot be described in, exactly in, right. in words, you know, mm. because uh, we don't miss only uh, wisdom and uh, advice and all the good things for this life, but we miss eternity. Absolutely. And I think uh, we cannot afford to uh, treat the Bible lightly Mm. and just put it aside there to um, collect the dust. And maybe once in a while, if we are in a bad uh, shape or something like that, maybe pick it up to read something to encourage ourselves. You know, Mm -hmm. the Bible should be the um, living word, which means we should feed ourselves spiritually every day with the word. Absolutely, the Bible. I mean, if you didn't feed, feed your physical body very soon, not only would you shrink, mm. but eventually you would die. And it's the same with our spiritual life. We need to feed our spiritual life daily. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, um, would you like to share some other passages in the Bible which uh, stands <laughs> up for you? Yes, and, I uh, would, Nick. Um, the Bible also, it talks about the possibility of life to come. Mm. And I believe that's... That's so important for us, and that's what matters about today. What's going to happen to our world? John 11, verse 25, if you have it there, that would be great. Thank you. Uh, The Gospel of John? The Gospel of John. Uh, I have a friend that calls this one Big John. Oh, right. First first and second John is Little John. (laughs) Yeah, the Gospel of John, actually, is the the fourth one, uh, you know, Matthew, um, Mark, Luke. And John, right. uh, describing you know the the life of Jesus and uh, the early church. Which chapter, Helen? John chapter eleven. Yeah. And verse twenty-five. Eleven verse twenty-five says this again from the New Living um, Translation. Jesus told her, and obviously it's about a woman here. Mm-hmm. I am the resurrection and the life. Anyone who believes in me will live even if they are dying. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. This is when um, Lazarus right. was very sick. That's where yeah. the background comes from. And I think he was talking to Mary at the time, and um, either Mary or Martha, but I think it was Mary he was talking to. Yeah, actually, Martha. Yeah. It was, oh, it was yeah, Martha. It was Martha. It was Martha. Yeah, because that's right. yeah, you're right. Yes. Because here is the uh, the um, beautiful story. You know, when uh, these friends of Jesus, they were kind of um, disappointed that Jesus was not there, and their brother, you know, Martha ex- expressed yes. this thing that, yes. oh Lord, if you'll be here, maybe because they saw Jesus. Yes. Miracles, yes, and uh, uh, they said, "If you would have been here, uh, my brother would 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 have not died." Mm-hmm. You know, but it's in, it's interesting how Jesus is uh, comforting, uh, gives him a beautiful promise, her yeah. and giving her a good uh, yeah. good promise. But there's another promise in chapter fourteen, nineteen. If we'd share, it's a beautiful promise concerning our lives, really, and um, us dwelling with the Four, Father. Fourteen, nineteen. Yes. Yeah. Soon, the world will no longer see me but you will see me since i live you also will live wow what a beautiful uh, promise again here and this is the the promise also about the holy spirit and yeah. uh, to the disciples mm-hmm. um all right it's beautiful you know and nick if the bible is true and we can believe what it says these thoughts that are coming from the bible right now are actually mind-boggling possibilities mm. when you think of it just think of being able to live forever in a perfect sinless world mm. no more death no more sorrow no more parting oh can't wait what but a it, day that will be i nearly burst into song then you poor thing right <laughs> you, you see this passage in uh, in uh, john chapter 14 um helen uh, it's giving us a lot of uh, hope yes because today we may um, easily say yes was easy maybe for the disciples back then, uh, 2,000 years ago, because they saw Jesus, walked with Jesus. Um, they lived with mm. Jesus every day there, and uh, uh, they could see all the work of Jesus. But what about us today? You know, Haven't you uh, seen the work of Jesus? You see, but many people may ask yeah. that question, but I like uh, this passage here, um, which Jesus assures us, uh, uh, give the assurance to the followers, um, I mean, soon the world will no longer see me. Mm. You see here, the world, yes. what that means, you know, mm-hmm. the world means those people who are not interested in me, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but you will see me since I live, you also will live. Now, if you li- if you read a little bit um, before this and after, you'll understand that he is also talking about the Holy Spirit and the promise of the Holy Spirit yes. because Jesus lives in us through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, Jesus also, uh, the disciples in Jesus' time, they asked him, say, show us the Father. Um, you know, you know, one yes. of the disciples asked him that mm-hmm. and said, um, Philip, uh, you are with me for this long and you haven't seen my yes. father yeah. I mean if you see me you see my father and that's exactly what Jesus is telling us here Helen and uh, anyone listening today if we have the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life then you will see Jesus mm-hmm. the manifestation of the Holy Spirit in our life will portray Jesus will have the experience with Jesus this is wonderful I and then just Jesus in turn reveals the Father mm. yeah and mm. that was how I fell in love with the Father was by looking at Jesus oh beautiful when he said I and my Father are one 
Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, well, um, we have um, not so much uh, left today, uh, just about uh, maybe six, seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, Helen, just uh, uh, is there much in the Bible about the relevance to life? Absolutely. And I think this is critical for us in this day and age. Nick, if I may just share, um, the Bible talks about birth. Mm-hmm. It talks about death. It talks about youth. It talks about old age. It talks about joy and sorrow and hope and despair. Even talks about poverty and riches, sickness mm-hmm. and health, making money and losing it. It talks about pride and humility, family and friends and enemies too, love and hate. I feel like I'm promoting a, f- a film here, a mm. movie, you know. Peace and war, work and play, tears and laughter, husbands and wives, parents and children, the past, the present, the future. It talks about real people and real situations in a real world. Does it matter? Absolutely. Today it covers all of those things, you know, and, and I just, I, I'm just so, so glad that we have the Bible. And Nick, the Bible has also an ability to change people's lives. Right. And I don't know if we've got time. Can you flip quickly to Ezekiel thirty six twenty six in the Old Testament? Sure. E- Ezekiel twenty six. Yeah. And verse uh, thirty six. No, the other way around. Ezekiel thirty six. Okay. okay. Twenty six. It was funny. I typed it wrong when I first did my first draft of my study. Mm. Did exactly what you just did. So. All right. Well, let's uh, let me just hopefully I can uh, quickly see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ezekiel chapter thirty-six, thirty-six, and verse twenty-six. Verse twenty-six. All right. And it's, this is this is yep. how the Bible can change us. Ezekiel thirty-six. Beautiful promise. Mm-hmm. And verse verse twenty-six. Twenty-six. Right. Uh, and I will give you a new heart. And I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. Let's have verse 27. Okay, 27. And I will put my spirit in you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. Yeah. I let me just say again the Bible has an ability to change people's lives mm-hmm. and the Bible changed me. Oh beautiful. Praise God. Beautiful Helen. It's wonderful to to hear that and uh, uh and I'm pretty too? sure that we can uh, we can uh, uh, share our testimony mm. at some point in time and we did it occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um but uh Today, our time is uh, coming to, to a close, Helen. Uh, and uh, again, for those people uh, listening at the beginning, uh, we apologize for a little bit of uh, um, delay. But um, I'd like to mention the book which we are giving to people again. It's called God's Word as Therapy. And the Bible, it's definitely a good therapy for us all, for our Amen. soul, for our heart, for uh, our whole being. And I'll invite you to send us a text message with the code SA30, and you'll have this book in your hands. Nick, I want to ask you, has the Bible changed you? Absolutely, Helen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I believe anybody who will uh, really trust the Bible and give it a chance, you know, to mm-hmm. the Bible, uh, you'll not be the same again. You know, it will change you. Gives us hope. Uh, all around, upside mm-hmm. down, <laughs> if it's needed, mm-hmm. you know, uh, but for the good. 
mm-hmm. for the good. Because even though uh, I may say this, Helen, uh, when I gave my life to Jesus and I started to follow God, a lot of things started to go wrong. Mm. But I never um, abandoned God and I had such a power and such a uh, trust and a belief yes. in God that pulled me through all the difficulties. And he will. Because if you are fighting on your own, you know, with your own struggles and things like that, sooner or later, you know, they will just uh, crash you down. But let me tell you, when you trust the Bible or you give your life to God, that doesn't mean that it's just going to be happy from then onwards. Of course not. However, I look at it at the point of view that what were my problems without Christ have become challenges with him. We're going to take a short break here and we'll be back uh, shortly. This song is called, is not just a story. Please stay with us. This is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A. I heard the story of Jesus Sounded like music in my ear Beautiful story of Jesus Dispelled doubts and all my fears How marvelous is His love brought to me from above Oh, it's not just a story but reality This world is longing to know Wonderful story of Jesus I'll take it wherever I go Tell of His love For this world To save every man Woman, boy, and girl Oh, it's not just a story That was a wonderful song by uh, Andre Crouch. Uh, it's not just a story. That's a wonderful story of beautiful. Jesus, you know. And uh, Helen, um, just before this song, we, we talked about um, uh, this a little bit. But yeah, again, uh, the Bible is a source of information about Jesus, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. What would you like to share a bit more uh, from, from the Bible about this? Well, I'd like to share the fact that the source of information about Jesus that we have is mainly from the Bible. Mm. I mean, there are some old writers at Josephus and a few of those that have mentioned Jesus and shown that, yes, he did walk on this earth and what have you. But if we go to the Bible, there's so much, Nick, that we can actually learn about him. And when I think of Jesus, I think that Jesus, you know, 
you think of the whole world, Nick, and how many people have heard of the name of Jesus? You know, he was the most influential person who has ever lived. Mm. You think about that. I mean, um, people live, they die, and then after a while their names are forgotten. But the story of Jesus goes on and on, and he is the most influential people of all t- person of all time. And, you know, there's a scholar by the name of Reynolds Price. He compares Jesus to many other powerful people powerful people from the past try and say that one fast but he compares them to Muhammad, Marx, Stalin and Mao Zedong and then says Jesus of Nazareth is the single most powerful figure in all human history. That's a very big statement and he goes on and he, he, um, he said he is a man who will not go away mm. I'm so glad mm. And, and that's an interesting statement when I was studying. But I want to consider the following and just think about this. When we think about Jesus, more books, Nick, have been written about Jesus than any other person. You're right. Mm. That's, to me, that's a wow statement. You know, he has inspired more great music than anyone else who ever lived. Mm. He has been the subject of more great works of art than anyone else alive or dead. And more great architecture and sculpture has been created to honour him than any other person in history. Mm. It's, it's amazing when you think of these things. You know, he's been the inspiration for many of the world's great social reforms. He stamped his name on time itself. Yes. If you see the calendar bears witness to his enduring influence. I do not know of any other person in history that has affected the time. Despite recent attempts, Nick, to eliminate his name from history, time is still divided at the moment between B.C. and A.D. B.C. stand for? Before, Before Christ, Christ. Yep. or Anno Domini, and the year of the Lord. You know, so they're going from B.C., before Christ, in the year of the Lord, mm. and it becomes A.D. His, his, his life started, if you like, human history at that point again. Christ, millions throughout the, the ages have willingly died for him, and many more are still dying for him today in some of the countries. It, Nick, it's such an impressive record and completely unique. And the more remarkable thing is that Jesus is still here mm. in our lives today when you consider that that is mind-boggling and as as the previous um, gentleman i quoted from he said he just won't go away and i'm i'm so glad he doesn't but you speak of christ's influence on the calendar there was a dr wh fitchett who observed to believe that a remote imposter in a forgotten province of a perished um, Empire stamped himself so deeply on time as to compel the centuries to bear his name mm. is to believe that a child with its box of colours could change the tint of all the oceans. But Jesus did just that. And the passing centuries, Nick, has not lessened his influence. There was a Time magazine article at the end of the 20th century and it stated a serious argument can be made that no one else's life has proved as remotely powerful and enduring as that of jesus indeed he shaped the course of history that was time magazine 20th century so how did jesus come to influence human history uh, to such a remarkable degree nick and i want to just wrap up by saying And centuries after his death, how does he still command the allegiance of millions around the world? The answer is the Bible. Mm, It matters today.
be- beautiful. I mean, uh, that was our question. Uh, does the Bible matter? I hope that from today uh, will matter in your life and it will be the priority. Uh, the, the book which will, uh, will be the first one, you know, uh, mm-hmm. to, to catch your attention uh, as, as much as possible in okay. your life. May I also make another offer, if I may, Nick? If there is anyone that wants to know how to study the Bible, we have got references we can refer you to, or we're happy to come and show you. Absolutely. If you'd like to contact yes. us. Yes, and again, our great offer for today is God's Word as Therapy. You just need to send us a message with uh, the code SA. 30 and you'll receive this book free of charge this program is made possible by the support of adventist world radio there is hope my friends uh, the bible matters today we have shared the seven reasons for uh, needing to know uh, uh, for sure if we really can believe in the bible today seven reasons that uh, argue strongly for an intelligent informed decision taken together. These reasons makes a powerful case for concluding that uh, it does matter whether the Bible is true. All we need to know is that it is true. Um. And we are inviting you to join us again next time when we are going to uh, elaborate and talk a little bit more about the the Bible. But uh, before because our time it's it's uh, gone, Helen. I wonder if you could just pray uh, for us and for our listeners. Oh, absolutely! Thank you for the privilege, loving Heavenly Father, Lord. We come before you, praising you, praising you, Father, for this wonderful um, book, this letter of love that you have. Um, Produced for us. We thank you for all that we can learn about you and about Jesus and the Holy Spirit through it. We thank you for the Bible as therapy that when we get harassed or, you know, we get frustrated, we can take on your word and say, be still and know that I am God. Mm. And Father, I pray for every listener that hears about this word today, that their hearts will have been touched mightily, and that the Holy Spirit will work in everyone's heart and mind, and they can know with an assurity that, yes, the Bible can be trusted, and yes, it does matter, and it is relevant for us all today. So bless each listener, Lord, and uh, until we meet again with them, I pray, Lord, you'll keep them safe, uh, not only in the road, but also in their homes, Lord, and may they draw closer to you and to each other, I pray in your name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Helen. And thank you for joining us today, uh, Nick Rita and uh, Helen Gray on uh, Faith FM, Drive Time Big Q&A. Please join us again uh, uh, tomorrow. Uh, we are going to deal uh, with how did we get the Bible and um, looking forward for this uh, topic tomorrow with Will and Eric. Uh, this time we're shoveling around a little bit our team, but uh, join us uh, next time. Until then, may God richly bless you. I'm leaving you with this uh, beautiful uh, song by Catherine Scott. At the foot of the cross Where grace and suffering meet You have shown me
Kiss the feet.